This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Hey there, Jackie here, and welcome back to So Worth It, the podcast. Today, I am talking all things Facebook ads and how to combat the high cost of ads. So this has been a hot topic because a lot of people have been reaching out to us recently asking if it's even worth it for them to be running ads because one year ago, maybe a little bit longer, like maybe starting last spring. So maybe more like a year and a half ago, we saw high ad costs across the board for our clients. I'm talking costs that were double, sometimes triple or more the regular cost that we had been seeing for them. Now, keep in mind that most of our clients are uh, launching and, and or have digital products and digital courses right? So the, the kind of ads that we run for most of our clients are ads that have people opting in for something free, like a PDF, a webinar, a challenge, um, something like that, right? And so when you normally see the cost of ads at, you know, five to $10 for something free, and that's, that's not the rule. I'm just giving that as an example. And then you're starting to see costs you know, at 50, 60, $70, that's what we were seeing a year and a half ago. And we know it wasn't just one client because a lot, there was a lot of chatter online about this. And like I said, we saw it across the board. So people started to freak out. A lot of people started to pause their Facebook ads or switch agencies <laughs> because they thought that it was the agency that they were working with that couldn't get them a good cost. So we had a lot of people coming to us, switching agencies, and some people leaving us, um, looking for other solutions. Now, a couple of things I wanna say about this is, number one, the cost has dropped significantly since then. So if you were worried about the high cost of ads, you know, because of a year and a half ago, I would encourage you to revisit your Facebook ad strategy now. Okay, because we are seeing lead costs that are that are similar to um, a handful of years ago, like really, really great costs. And this is just a shift. It, it's a shift in the market. It's a shift in the way that um, that Facebook has had to basically pivot after the iOS update. It's a shift in the way that people are showing up online post-pandemic. There's a lot of factors that are playing into this. But it, honestly, to me, it doesn't even matter what the factors are. We are getting clients great costs and great results. And if you think that you missed the boat on ads, I can guarantee you, you have not. The, the golden era of Facebook ads is not over. It, in fact, I think it is returning. <laughs> so clients who are, or business owners who thought that, you know, it was the end 
of times for Facebook because costs were so high, or maybe costs were okay, but they weren't sure if they were finding the right people, or maybe they just weren't getting the sales that they were looking for in order to justify Facebook ads. This episode, like if you fall into one of those categories, this episode is for you. Okay. Because <laughs> like I said, costs are back down. So that's good. But I want to address some of the things that you can do to combat those high ad costs and how to know if you're really finding the right people um, before you head into your launch or before you put all your eggs into one basket, right? It's a risky thing. It's It, it feels tricky and risky to put all your money into Facebook ads to, um, to not know if you're going to get that money back, to not know if it's going to convert into customers. So some of the things that we do for our clients, because we believe that the ad is just one piece of the puzzle, right? It's just one piece of your marketing. All your marketing, all of your different marketing pieces have to fit together. They have to work together. So we can't just look at the Facebook ad and stop there. We have to look beyond that. We have to look for clues that tell us if these people are your ideal customers and if we're moving them closer to the action we want them to take. So let me give you an example. I love giving examples, but this isn't anything fancy here. Let's just say that someone signs up for your free um, masterclass that you're hosting and you're sending them reminder emails to show up for it. You know, maybe it's four or five days away. Are people opening your emails? Are people engaging with those emails? Okay. Reminder emails are kind of a funny thing because there's usually nothing for them to click on in that email. Although I'll give you a little pro tip here. Just because you're sending an email reminding someone to show up for your masterclass in four or five days doesn't mean that your only call to action has to be, don't forget, right? That could be your call to action. It could be mark your calendar. Don't forget, bookmark this link. But what if you put in an action um, or a call to action that was actually trackable? Okay, think about this. What if you invited them to join your Facebook group or follow you on Instagram or visit another page where you have more value or content for them. Okay, what happens then when you're sharing a link somewhere is that not only can we see the open rate of the email, which isn't super reliable these days, also because of updates, but not only can we see the open rate of the email, now we can see the click-through rate, which is actually more reliable. Okay, if you don't have something for them to click on, and I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, but my free training hasn't happened yet. So they don't have a link to go to the free training because it's not live yet. That's okay. Give them another action to take. When we can see those click-through rates and that people are actually clicking, it's showing us that they're engaging with you. It's showing us that they are, they are warming up even more following you on social, reading your content, consuming your content, getting closer to you 
moving faster through what we call the customer journey. Okay. And when you can do that, yes, even in your reminder sequence leading up to an event, you can do this in any nurture sequence. It's going to get people even more primed for that conversation with you. In this case, your conversation, your sales conversation um, most likely happens in that free training. Okay. They're getting more primed and ready for your offer. Now, of course, the things that you're asking them to click on should be aligned with what it is that you're going to be selling them on that free training. But do you see how this is just another way of warming people up? And it's a way for us as marketers to measure if people are opening the emails and clicking on the emails that tells us that we have a qualified person entering your funnel, getting on your email list. When we see that those numbers are very low, that tells us maybe we are getting freebie seekers. Maybe we are getting people that, you know, maybe we're not finding the right people to get on your email list. Okay. So these are clues that we're looking for. Now, another thing I want to talk about is a strategy that we use between the time that someone opts in for something free and the time that you make an offer. Okay, we use a strategy called visibility ads. And I've talked about these before. I actually even have a free training where I talk about lots of different types of visibility ads. But the point of these is to stay in front of someone, to stay in their newsfeed, to stay top of mind. Because if they aren't opening your emails, then how are they going to remember about you, right? Think, think about this. So you, you sign up for someone's freebie, okay, and they deliver it to you. And then one of two things happens. Either you get bombarded with emails from them and you only open probably one in four of their emails, or you don't hear from them again for a week or two weeks or, or longer, okay? But what if you're also seeing them all of a sudden on social media? What if they're popping up in your newsfeed and you see that, oh, they also have a podcast and you start listening to their podcast or, oh, they were featured in Forbes or entrepreneur or something similar, right? And you start seeing them everywhere. Now their face, their name is top of mind to you. And now when you go to your inbox and you see their name, you're more likely to open their emails because you're feeling more connected. You remember them. I can't even tell you how often I sign up for something and then totally forget where I signed up for this or who this person is that's emailing me. And I just unsubscribe because I don't have time in my inbox to spend with people that I don't remember, <laughs> right? I, I'm sure you're the same way. So when you can get back in front of those people in the newsfeed, then you stay top of mind. And this is a great strategy for that time between them signing up for your free thing and the, the offer that you're going to be making them. Okay. It's like, it's like creating a, a warm up sequence, kind of like an email, email sequence that pushes its way in front of them, right? Not in an annoying way, but it's getting back in front of them, like intentionally, right? Delivering value to them intentionally leading them on this journey. And you guys, it only costs a couple bucks. 
visibility ads are so cheap. That's why our clients never say no to this strategy. It ensures that their customers or their audience is going to be primed and ready to go for that webinar or that video series or that challenge, whatever it is, and that they remember them. They remember to show up and it, it just builds more of a relationship faster. So we love using visibility ads for our clients and our clients love them too. This is a really great way to combat high ad costs. Okay. So sure, it's not necessarily lowering your ad cost on the front end. You may still be paying whatever it is that you're paying for your lead. You're still paying to acquire the lead, but now you're investing in that relationship with your lead so that they're more likely to convert to a customer, okay? And when you can't necessarily lower the ad cost, but you can increase the conversion, in a lot of cases, that's going to be better. That's going to create more return on your ad spend. So I hope that you got some ideas from this episode about maybe how you can stay in front of your ideal customers, how you can increase your conversions and really like counteract that high ad cost that you might be experiencing, but definitely increase your revenue and make sure that you're finding the right people for your offer. Now, if you're interested in having someone implement these for you, I want to encourage you to apply to work with my team in this brand new offer that we have, we've created for you called Done With You Ads. Now, this is a 45-day experience where my team comes in, creates your strategy, creates your copy and your graphics, and then sets them up and tests them for you. Okay, this is 45 days of us watching your ads, reporting to you, optimizing all of it. Okay, 45 days. Now, we use the methods that will drastically reduce your ad costs. I'm not kidding you. We've seen like 50% decrease for some of our clients just by implementing our testing protocol. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, I want you to head to Jackie-Ellis.com slash done with you. Okay. And there you'll find an application. There's no commitment, no money required. Just submit the application and my team will help you find out if this offer is right for you. So thanks for tuning into this episode. We're going to be talking a heck of a lot more about marketing and Facebook ads and all the tips and tricks that will help you get better results. So stay tuned. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.